I'm Karen Cashin, CEO of Tech Alpharetta. Welcome to Tech Alpharetta's podcast series, Driving Innovation. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about transformative leadership and digital transformation. I have here with me today, Philippe Smolka, EVP of Transformation for Lease Plan USA, yeah. headquartered here in Alpharetta. Philippe is also our incoming chairman of the board for Tech Alpharetta. Welcome, Philippe. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, what a great opportunity to talk about a great topic today, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the buzzword being transformative leadership, who better to talk about it than you with your title of EVP of Transformation? I think you're perfectly positioned to be here today. Um, so let's jump right in. Uh, talk a little bit, if you will, about your vision of what a transformative leader does. Well, I guess maybe it's probably good to define a little bit of what transformation in a business context should look like or is. Absolutely. In my opinion, at least. And I know transformation happens in many different forms. But if you look at the word transformation, it's a, it has to be a big change. It has to be a dramatic change in the business. And most of us uh, in the transformation side of the house, there's this uh, notion of repositioning the company to either find new growth opportunities or to really lock down competitive advantages that will give your business sustainability in the future. Um, so when, when you look at opportunities uh, in the future, the first thing that a transformer leader does is to understand the as-is scenario. It understands what the company is today, understands the core competencies of the company, the resources it has, and the culture as well. And then through this analysis, and people will choose different frameworks. Uh, you know, I happen to use the five C's, you know, customers, company, uh, you do the analysis of your collaborators, the context, the competition, and you come up with several scenarios. What would be a good way to go and serve unmet needs in the marketplace or do it better than the competition does? And through that modeling, you find scenarios and you start building at least a vision of your future state. And I think it's important to say that that future state becomes your true business strategy. And I think you and I have debated a lot about this before. I often think of digital transformation as a business transformation. Um, and it's important to have that into context because, again, transformation is a dramatic change. It's a repositioning of the business if, 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 if we look at a business as, a, as an ecosystem of things. Uh, you know, some people look at uh, digital transformation and technology upgrades. You know, some departments look, I've got to get out of this legacy system to these new systems. But it's somewhat naive to do it just that. I mean, so it's with, not just adopting a new, uh, the latest, greatest technology that's out in there. In my opinion, it shouldn't be. I think it should be an opportunity to use an aggregation of different technologies to achieve a specific change in your business or to achieve acceleration in your business. And inevitably, this, this process of finding these scenarios through this analysis, right? You know, mm -hmm. some rigorous analysis, some good due diligence in your business, understanding what's around you, what's available around you. Uh, what you will, like I said, invariably see is the opportunity to use some digital technologies to, to, to achieve that specific goal that you have in mind. Uh, not too long ago, we were talking about some of the driving forces around digital transformation. Uh, consumers, uh, their, their needs are changing every single day. I often say, back at Lease Blend and uh, back at IBM as well, we'll talk about, I guess, my, my history too, that uh, you know, the least best experience that you had in your mobile phone becomes your minimal expectations uh, you know, to, to go and do your business as, as a consumer. 
uh, companies need to understand that things are you know very convenient for users today uh, they like to react to the digital platforms they're used to do that there's a lot of proficiency most people are tech savvy if, if you if you look at personas that you're serving every single day right and they have higher and higher expectations higher, as higher consumers expectations. From their businesses technology. at the same time look at this as an opportunity to find scalability lower their cost to find that infinite scalability factor so cloud comes to place how can I grow my business without investing tons of capital like used to be in the old days I mean today you know because you were, we work with the startups every single day um, to start a business doesn't cost a lot of money these days right you have an right. idea you put some code around you go to the cloud you experiment which is a beautiful thing about transformation is the ability today to experiment new ideas and pivot or persevere as quickly as possible without investing right. too much capital yeah you can be very lean so to go back into the question, what it transformatively does, I think, uh, I think that the core is to understand what are the opportunities. These individuals, they have a really good understanding what are the opportunities available to them, at least at the core of the business, the adjacency of the business, and actually some external size of the business. Are there new places that you could go by using your core competencies? And these individuals have the ability to influence. They, they understand how to shape these plans and execute with you know with lots of alignment at the executive level and continue to persevere in that specific plan so it takes a lot of vision uh, really to come in once you've got the lay of the land of a business um, it would take a tremendous amount of vision strategic vision I suppose to start seeing how you can uh, engage in that transformational process as a company to get to your end goal yeah I mean if, if you think of you know some some of the, the folks uh, watching you know with consulting backgrounds you normally would think of assess design implement and manage capabilities in a business as a business but sure. as a transformative leaders I often think like that as well you've got to do your assessment you've got to design your options then you have to go implement these options and then manage these options so that you achieve the benefits that you once you know thought you're going to achieve so I guess just by saying that you can probably see that this is a very long term there's there's no short term to a transformation right you're not going to come in and, and have this happen overnight or even in a couple of weeks it, it takes, are we talking about a couple of years it typically? takes tons of time it takes obviously momentum that's another key word in transformation okay. finding momentum right with your people mm -hmm. because it's all about people at the end of the day people are the ones doing this together right. with you and if they don't see those small victories, they don't get these validated learnings in this process, you don't, you can't persevere. So do you have to really get the buy-in at every level of an organization before you embark on that digital transformation process at, for the 100%. Business? I think that's step number one. But I think also I believe that the buy-in is a continuous process because it's easy for people to sort of, ah, this is, this is not working, this is taking too long, let's go and do right, something else. Painful. Let's go back to our status quo that we used to be, let's not go through this process. Sure, because everybody likes their comfort zone, right? Absolutely right. So like I said, this is, this is a process that it's, it's, it's very uh, complicated in some senses because you're dealing with several people, you're dealing with changing priorities. A business, as we all know, changes priorities very frequently. And if you don't have a good plan, a good lockdown alignment strategy at the executive level, these digital transformations have a very short life. And so you might only accomplish one component of a 20-component journey that you thought you were going to go okay. for. And sometimes that's why some of these transformations fail. It's because it's a multi-year, multi-pronged 
type strategy. And because a business priorities change so fast, some of these pieces just don't get executed. They get delayed because now the business needs to look at short-term you know, objectives, not long-term objectives. So having that structure in place, understanding where you need to go, and continue to message that, which brings the change management piece of it, which is massive in a transformation. Yeah, let's talk about that because I find that very fascinating. The change management process, if you're, if you're really going to digitally transform an organization, aren't you going to have to transform the culture as part of 100%. that change management? Yes, absolutely. And, and isn't that challenging when you have a company that's had a, a, a culture that's sort of entrenched in doing things in a more conventional corporate way and you're trying to change the mindset and yeah. the culture? How, how do you do that? How do you go about changing a culture from the bottom up? Yeah, I mean, I've, there's so many experts in change management. I think this is such a, a, an interesting area that it continues to build in different companies. Uh, I've had an experience uh, to work with really great leaders in change management. As a matter of fact, at least Blaine, we're building a really powerful change management organization. But normally, as you look at the vision, you talked about vision. Vision is very important. I mean, to follow something, you got to some, sometimes, a lot of people need to see what that's going to look like to buy right. into it. And right. that process of continues by it needs to happen. But in change management, as you talk to the individual, normally you get to this, what is in for me, the with him. I don't know if you've ever heard uh, this expression. No, no, yeah. I like so, that, so what is it for me? Like uh -huh. as an individual, what is that? How is that going to help my life? Yeah. Uh, and you look at companies that have heavy manual processes they want to automate. Some people might think, well, I'm going to lose my job. But others might see, if you, if you have a really good change management process, they might see that their jobs are going to be made easier so they can focus on more strategic hmm. and more high-level tasks. And so as right. you go through this change management process and identify what are the actual benefits for those individuals going through this process, why the company is going to find new oxygen, new opportunities for growth, they too will see opportunity to grow with you. So, so you really have to heavily educate the leaders at every level that are going to then take it back to their own divisions or departments because they're not going to be able to sell it if they don't buy in and see the value themselves. Yeah, I think, yeah exactly. I think it's, it's beyond selling, right? It's, it's actually believing that this is, there's going to be a better place for this company, that there's a strategy that with its risks, every strategy has its risks. We never know how the external forces play around you. There may be a, uh, a global economic uh, you know, meltdown. You never know right. what's going to happen. A but pandemic, if, for example. You know, whatever, yeah, <laughs> something that we never thought was going to happen, right? A pandemic. Right. Uh, things can change, but uh, as, as you go through your course, understanding the benefits that this company can enjoy, this organization can enjoy, that, is, that takes a lot of communication. That takes a lot of communication skills from your leaders. So alignment and continue to message that alignment from top down and bottoms up as well, because you need to hear what's happening on the ground. Is this right. working? Do they believe this is happening for them? Are they going to see a better life, a better productivity for their departments? I truly believe people want to do better. You know, I truly believe that. And if you can connect to that, that real genuine, you know, feeling from people, I think you can get, you can extract a lot of productivity from that. I often talk about, you know, giving people a sense of purpose. Um, and when folks have a sense of purpose, they just, they just go beyond. They, they give you the extra mile. But there's also, if you abstract the individual from it, a sense of purpose for the company. Right. A lot of companies don't have a really good sense of purpose. What is the purpose of your company? A lot of people have a hard time explaining that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not saying it's easy to put that together, but if you no. have that and you articulate that well enough, and you can explain to the people that are doing the work every single day that there is such a place, there is such a purpose for the company, people will find and affiliate 
to that specific strategy and mm -hmm. work as hard as possible to make that happen. And so I think it's beyond selling. I think is believing. I think yeah. maybe it's a it, there's a belief, right? And you, you look at some of the most famous leaders out there. Um, there's a belief that there is a there's a specific you know a path that uh, that right. we all want to go and, and go through this journey with you. Uh, and so. It's a uh, change management. Definitely, is a it's a heavy communication, heavy connection, uh, celebrating the small victories and everyday victories, so that people find that momentum, so that you can continue right. to they move forward. They see they're making progress, exactly. progress exactly. on this. And so, what about in terms of what it requires from um, different different job descriptions? You know, it, it sounds to me like you're really going to be requiring not just buy-in, but some type of, um, of some type of action taken by just about every sector of the company, right? From product to oh, yeah. to marketing uh, to software development. It depends. I mean, Karen, I think you know it would be perhaps uh, a bit uh, naive of me to say that every transformation is the same. You know, companies may choose, like we were talking about, through the assessment and the design component of this: assess, design, implement, and manage. Uh, companies may decide different paths, right? Uh, for example, when I joined Lee's Plan back in 2018, the path was product innovation uh, okay. at the time. We were heavily focused on bridging the gap from a technology standpoint when it comes to our external perception, client okay. perception, what is our products, how much technology do we have in our culture? Are we technology innovators? Um, and so we put a heavy focus on that. And so in that moment, we were extremely focused on technology, product innovation, marketing, understanding how we were going to reposition in the company from a, call it an innovation standpoint, right. in the marketplace. Uh, we're moving on to different parts of our digital transformation now. We're looking at the core. We're moving out of our, you know, kind of older systems and things like that. And we're trying to find more scalability with our business. Uh, but uh, like I said before, a company might choose a complete new segment. And in that segment, as we know, through the pandemic as well, many companies have decided to go direct to consumer. Why? Right. Because it's not so complicated to think about technology to make that happen. I've got manufacturing, yeah. I may be vertically integrated with my products. I'm going through a massive set of distributors today. Why would I do that, right? Maybe I have an opportunity to open my own website, you know, and, and start marketing for people to come directly to me. I might lower my cost, my overall price. I might enjoy higher margins. Goes back to this strategy. Absolutely. Can I, can I attract a complete new segment yeah. and do business in a way that is automated, that doesn't require a lot of people, and I can scale? So it, it does require the strategy, the business strategy, where you want to go, what kind of disciplines you want to be part of this. But more than likely, it is multidisciplinary. Most transformations, if you go to the core again, what is transformation? It's a dramatic changing form, right? You reposition and you go into a new market. Mm -hmm. You're thinking about new products. Uh, you might be scaling the company heavily, right, to enjoy sure. some of these technologies. More than likely, it's going to be several people involved, several disciplines, lots of talks. You know, there's take the romantic side of, of, of to, to the side of transformation. It takes tons of alignment. To be aligned, it is a hard, hard, hard ask. Yeah. All the time, you have to be like making sure people are on the same page and you're tracking along and you know, hopefully you're enjoying benefits as you're going through as, as fast as possible. But sometimes it takes time for those things to find fruition, right? To find, to find uh, results. So as the, 
the head of transformation for Lease Plan, are you, is that somewhat of a, a chief disruptor type of position? <laughs> You're the guy that's going and saying, no, let's do it this way. This will be better for yeah. our, our business goals. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'll say that I'm, I'm so fortunate. I mean, the, the folks that I have working with me uh, at the executive team, they're all disruptors, uh, you know, it, and it's great to have the opportunity to work with people that think like that. I yeah. mean, I think the, the the crew that we've got, the leadership team, not only the executive team, but the senior leadership team, we're always thinking about ways that we can disrupt the market. There is a number of ideas. I, I It would take me two hours to go through them with you. Uh, and I think they're, they're looking at folks that can help execute some of those ideas, because I think... Maybe I should have said this before, uh, a transformative leader, it's not necessarily the person that needs to come with the ideas all the time, but it's definitely somebody who can shape these ideas and execute on these ideas so that you can actually find the benefits or, or, or the results that you're hoping to get. Um, but yeah, I think disruption is it's a characteristic of somebody who enjoys being in transformation. Um, can I you give us an example of, of anything that uh, you have have gotten going over at Lease Plan since you joined the company from yeah, the transformation I mean, side? There's there's many, and I think it, it's <clears> happening <throat> in every corner. Uh, things that are we were directly involved. I think uh, one of the areas that you know I'm very passionate about is Internet of Things. So this my career has been uh, pretty much involved in high technology, and for the last 15 years or so, the machine to machine Internet of Things has been sort of my forte. The area that I've been really about. Right. And uh, a long time ago, I got involved with connected vehicles, uh, became what the industry calls an SME, a subject matter expert, spent uh, three years with IBM uh, leading up their connected vehicles, globally learned tremendously and uh, learned uh, a pretty, pretty interesting discipline as well, which is design thinking, with, you know, the ability to design with the human-centered perspective, understanding personas and what people expect and, you know, pains and what they feel, what they say, and you design for them, right? You're designing solutions for them, which is agnostic of technology, which is the interesting part. Right, it's right. agnostic. Of, it doesn't matter what technology you're going to use. That's the experience that you want to deliver to those users. And I've learned that and I carry that with myself. But at, 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 at least Blend, we quickly observe that we are a B2B company. We are serving massive fleets uh, around the world. Uh, you know, Lease Plan supports companies with leasing uh, for fleets and managing their fleets every day. And there's, I don't know, a hundred different tasks that we do from start to finish in supporting the fleet, from right. buying the cars, license and titling, accident management, maintenance management, you name it, all the way to reselling those vehicles for our clients. So it's a right. huge value chain. But if you think about it, uh, we are pretty much beyond just a B2B company. We're supporting drivers every day. Right. So we're a B2B to C company. The yeah, consumer, yeah, the users every day are people that we need to care for. How do we make their lives easier? And so by extending a capability that we already had, which we had a mobile app, we focused tremendously in that mobile app. And we've created features that would be useful features for those individuals every day. And having that perspective, which I think has been a, a big change management, part of how sure. we do things, is that how can we be more supportive, more valuable to the drivers every day? So extending our brand, extending our value to the drivers every single day by using our digital tools. And through this process, we've came up with the very first uh, uh, virtual assistant, voice-enabled virtual assistant. Her name is L. Okay. So it's L, Lise Blaine, the L, but her name is E-L-L-E, L. -L -E -L. Oh, clever. And uh, 
we've launched a couple of years ago, and uh, she's got you know thousands and thousands of conversations that happens uh, you know every single day in the mobile app with our with our users. Uh, and this is uh, it was an opportunity for us to showcase some rapid use of technology, rapid use of understanding what use cases would make the most you know sense uh, to be supporting our drivers every day. Mm-hmm. And most people, I'm not going to say 100% of people, most people would prefer to have that, you know, quick interaction with a mobile app that they're used to, right? There's there's a mobile phone. They understand how to use mobile apps instead of having to call to ask for something. This is right there. Right. It's proactive. It's working with them. So you've gotten some good positive feedback. Oh, ex- from- absolutely positive feedback. It's been one of our uh, kind of, uh, you know, uh, flagships in terms of innovation for us. And we've been obviously uh, very much uh, happy with that. We continue to invest on it. If I, if I, as I said in the beginning uh, before we launched uh, you know l will never cease to learn you it's like siri or alexa whatever virtual assistant you have okay. those skills continue to grow because it learns from those interactions right so, so the, it'll just get better and better the and artificial more intelligence piece is important to us because we're continuing to support drivers every day looking at the landscape in alpharetta i mean i think we have more, probably 700 or so companies tech companies we located do. right here it's amazing the history tells itself i mean it's it's growing i mean we've got uh, excellent technology uh, foundation in the city uh, lots of skills great schools um, with the ability now to be uh, you know commuting less I think Alpharetta will enjoy even more growth because of the opportunity people have to be in Alpharetta and be connected to a community that's striving right yeah uh, it, it, Life is interesting, right? You've got you've got family side, you've got your you know hobbies, you've got your work, you've got education. I mean, Alpharetta offers everything. You've got uh, you know excellent community of people. You've got excellent uh, you know opportunities to grow and educate yourself. You've got jobs. You've got companies that are enjoying stellar growth. I mean, you're seeing in the in the startup community how many people are just starting business around oh, yeah. here. It's just incredible. I think the city will continue to grow. I think people uh, love uh, to be around here. There's uh, you know the entertainment side. You've got every you you can't really you know ask for more. Yeah, it's a great place to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Last question for you, Philippe. I see you brought a book with you. What are you reading right now? So I'm reading a book called Creative Construction. Uh, I had an opportunity to go to Harvard uh, to do an innovation program, and I met this amazing professor called Gary Pisano. Uh, he's a researcher who's been in the community of, of innovators for a long time. And this book talks about this uh, um, you know, notion that people have that innovation or disruption, as you talked about, only happens in small companies. I want to thank you again for joining us here today Absolutely. on our Driving Innovation podcast series and talking about uh, transformative leadership and, and digital transformation. Thanks again, Philippe. Well, I appreciate very much the opportunity. Thanks. Thank you.